Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. It's Tuesday, October 26th in New York City, and now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. The U.S. reopening to fully vaccinated international air travelers from November 8th has been a definite boon for many travel companies, as they've recorded large numbers of bookings. The lifting of restrictions has also provided a similar boost for the events industry, although its executives still need to be cognizant of numerous COVID-related matters, reports contributor Paul Cook for Event MB, a Skift brand. While the reopening will enable a greater number of events and corporate meetings to return to the U.S., the full impact of the recent policy change may not be immediate, as many large-scale events take several months of planning. Cook adds that event organizers need to be aware of local vaccine requirements, such as whether venues like hotels and restaurants will require proof of vaccination. Aside from matters pertaining to COVID, the events industry has to ensure all the necessary equipment to conduct major gatherings. Are available, especially as the U.S. is dealing with supply chain shortages that could impact events. Next, we turn to the future of WeWork. The company has struggled enormously in recent years, having lost $2.1 billion in the first quarter of 2021. But the co-working space provider believes better days are ahead after it merged with a special-purpose acquisition company to go public last Thursday, writes corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. WeWork is now valued at nine billion dollars after it secured financing from BoX Acquisition Corporation. Last week's merger also provided WeWork 1.3 billion dollars that will enable the company to fund its growth. While its current value is substantially less than the $47 billion estimate prior to a failed initial public offering two years ago, a venture capital executive not associated with WeWork believes the unsuccessful attempt to go public actually forced the company to re-examine their business model and devise a plan to make it profitable. We end today with a tour operator's new expansion strategy. Intrepid Travel unveiled plans on Monday to open as many as 15 hotels in Australia and New Zealand over the next four years, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Spearance. The Australia-based company plans to enter a joint venture with Drifter Hospitality Group that will see the two invest in distressed assets and transform them into hybrid hotel/hostel properties geared toward millennial travel. Travelers. Four hotels are projected to open as soon as next year, and they'll brand as Drifter, an intrepid hotel. While numerous reports have stated that distressed assets don't always represent bargains for companies investing in hotels, intrepid CEO James Thornton views them as an avenue to expand in the accommodation sector. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to Skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com/daily. Spoken layer. Saudi Arabia has set an ambitious goal to welcome 150 million visitors by 2030. Unleashing a flurry of growth and investment in the kingdom. In our new series, Skift Travel Spotlight: The Future of Tourism in Saudi Arabia, 
Skip sits down with tourism and travel experts to discuss the vision, progress, innovations, and opportunities shaping Saudi's tourism sector. Tune in for insider views and insights on what's next for Saudi Arabia's dynamic tourism industry. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.